Here we go, another episode of the Youth Change the World podcast, Relationship Edition. Here we go. I'm Wes. I'm Joined with... You you beat me to it. Sorry. I thought you were... Joined with... (laughs) Amanda. And uh, we are married. Yes, we are. And we love each other very much. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) And today, uh, we got a special episode um, with our top five. Mm Mm-hmm. Our top five keys to readying yourself for relationships. Yeah. Ready yourself for relationships. Uh, because the reality is, um, if we're not ready, it's not going to end super well. Mm-mm. Relationships. If we're not healthy, our relationships aren't going to go super well. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the biggest things that we often forget because we're so focused on finding the person that we're going to date or looking for, you know, who's a good potential. Yeah. We forget about readying ourselves for relationship because if we're not a healthy individual, we won't have a healthy relationship. Yeah. Because we bring whatever baggage, whatever unhealth, we bring that into the relationship. And now not only are you handling that, but you're handling somebody else's unhealth and baggage potentially. And so really we want to talk about readying ourselves for relationships. And it doesn't mean that we have to bring our perfect self, but just a healthy self. And so these top five keys for readying yourself for relationships is is really not so that you 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 get to it and you arrive and now I'm perfect at relationships. Yeah. But our top five things that we want you to just keep in mind, mm-hmm. um, and we believe are really healthy things about relationships. Yeah. So before we get into the top five, I want to share anything about this specifically that's on your heart. Yeah. Well, I just want to remind anybody who's in a relationship that this is for you too. These yeah. are things that, as Wesley and I were writing them down, are things that we still want to grow in. Come on. Uh, and we're married. So, yep. We are um, married. We are married. <laughs> so we the third time <laughs> we said that in the podcast. Uh, just, just so you know, we are married. We are married. Um, so if you're listening and you're already like, oh, I'm ready in a relationship, so I can't write it myself. No, actually, uh, yeah, you can replace the word ready and grow in yeah, the current growing. state you are yeah. in. Um, so just would encourage you to have an open mind when you're listening to these things because uh it's going to still benefit the relationship you are already in or the next relationship you're in wherever you're at yep so keep that in mind when you're listening for sure for sure all right here we go you ready ready all righty then let's go number one number one of our top five keys oh wait maybe we should disclaim that because we oh, had, we had a right. disclaimer you're so right and disclaimer is that you would have a growing relationship with jesus so that's a given uh, we don't want you to hear these things and they're like they said nothing about their relationship with jesus <laughs> uh, disclaimer that that would be a given that we would always be growing in our relationship with jesus yep. our personal relationship with jesus yep. so that's a disclaimer so I guess you could say six things, but <laughs> that's the bonus one. And we'll, we'll talk about the, the yeah. five other things. Yeah. yeah. Jesus is everything. And, and so having a relationship meaning, mean, means you, you need Jesus to do it. You mm-hmm. know, like, like without Jesus, we would not have a great relationship. It just, no. I just, I mean, I think about so many moments in our relationship that just like without, without the Holy Spirit leading us without, you know, we would just, we yeah. would just go with our flesh and we would fight and we would, yeah. you know, do all these things that would just. We would just do whatever we want, whenever we want. And that's yeah. just not how you create a healthy relationship. So Jesus, 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 that is a, a given in this podcast. And these five things are just five things that we think is, is healthy for you. Yep. So number one, here you go. 
Number one of our top five keys to ready yourself for a relationship or grow mm -hmm. in a current relationship. Yeah. Number one is have leaders in your life. Have leaders in your life. I don't think I can express or emphasize this one enough um, because the reality is you don't know everything. Right. I don't know everything. I need, I need leaders yeah. in my life. And what's great about these top five, too, as we go through is that not only is this how you ready yourself for relationships, but also what you can look for mm -hmm. in potential people that you may end up dating or ultimately marry. Totally. These are great things to look for as well. But having leaders in your life is 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 huge. I mean, mm -hmm. like I just I need and I want to look for uh, for for someone who is submitted to some kind of authority. That's that's really a big part of yeah. what I want to become. Like I, I want to. I want to have somebody in my life that I, I'm like submitted to them because if I just like, if I'm the only authority in my life, like then I'm like, I'm just the ruler. I'm the dictator yeah. and we don't have any other perspectives. Mm -hmm. And so I think having leaders in your life is absolutely huge. Yeah. Anything you'd add to that? Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is just like having another voice because we get so yeah. used to hearing um, our own dialogue, yeah. our own thoughts, our yeah. own opinions, our own ways. And, um, as much as it doesn't feel good a lot of the times, I mean, I know how I have people in my life that have asked me questions or spoken certain things into me where like initially you're like, no, like that's not right. Yeah. Or, or, you know, whatever it is. Cause it's like an opposing thought or an opposing opinion. Um, but it's so healthy for us to have different voices in our life yeah, to, good. to help us grow one, just they see things we don't see, but two, just we weren't created to have yeah. our own thoughts and our own uh -huh. opinions. And that's the only way. Yeah. So when I think we'd like to hear, we, we, we tell ourselves what we like to hear. Totally. Right. Like we, or what we want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> we, we tell us, we tell ourselves, um, what makes us feel good about where we're at in life yeah. or, you know, you know, it's so, it's so easy to just kind of cruise when all we have is our voice in our yeah. life. If we're the only authority over our decisions and, you know, and so having leaders in your life isn't just, yeah, like they're my leader and then I don't actually do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but like just an example. Okay. Do I have leaders in my life? Am I actually operating under authority? These are some things that I would look for. Uh, when you make a big decision, do you make it before you ask a leader in your life? Or are you going yeah, to a leader to ask for guidance on making that decision? Right. Uh, I think it's a great thing, like, and so underrated in our culture, but like, yeah. bring leaders in on decisions. Like, so stop making decisions by yourself. You yeah. need leaders in your life to make yeah. healthy decisions. Yeah. And especially when it comes to a relationship that you're in. Yep. Decisions within a relationship, yes, there's so much conversation and dialogue that needs to happen between the two people in the relationship, yeah. but you need somebody outside who has an outside perspective. We get so yeah. tunnel visioned uh, by what relationship we're in that we forget about an outside voice. And mm -hmm. so that is number one, have leaders in your life. Yep. Number two, number two is be disciplined, mm -hmm. work on self-discipline. Yeah. Um, Discipline is one of those things, uh, and and I, I can't really think of another example right now, but discipline is, is a great example of of something that, like, if I'm disciplined in one area, it helps me be disciplined in other areas, mm -hmm. right? Discipline just kind of applies to your whole life. Uh, if I'm... If I'm not a disciplined person and I, you know, I sleep in till noon, I, I do all these things that just like I'm not disciplining myself to do what maybe I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. 
it will affect relationships. Yep. I found that, you know, when we were in a relationship, you know, if when it comes to boundaries, whether physically yep. or uh, verbally, what you communicate, like yep. if I just wasn't living a disciplined life, like I found that I was just undisciplined in our relationship. Yeah. And so being disciplined just sets you up for healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like uh, maybe an example or a story or uh, something uh, that God's taught you about being dis- disciplined in relationships? Anything? Yeah, well, I think about when we were dating and there was lots of areas that, you know, boundaries we had or even when we were like early dating and, you know, we it just wasn't healthy for us to talk about getting married in yeah. the first two weeks of dating <laughs> um, for us specifically. So just things like that, that we boundaries we had set up. And I remember it can feel like, why am I doing these things? Or why are we saying no to all these things? It feels like we're just saying no, no, no. And um, it can feel exhausting. And then I I don't remember if it was a conversation or what it was, but when it clicked for me that if I learn to be disciplined in this area of boundaries we've decided on and um, values we have, it will help me in in so many other areas when we are married of even just like the discipline to not like yell at you like the like self-control to not like um you know blow up in a fight things like that to where you don't you don't correlate the two because they're totally different things um like even you know you don't correlate okay if i'm disciplined in like moving my body and exercising that's what that's what i was gonna say i feel like when i work out i mean it's even proven statistically and scientifically like when you work out you're more productive in other areas right right and i think in the same way like like if you're disciplined in your you know it just almost becomes a habit that doesn't just apply to the one area that you are growing in your discipline yeah like even like brushing, like brushing your teeth. I remember, uh, I think it's, uh, you know, one leadership podcast that I listened to. It's like to grow in, in self-control and discipline. He's like, he's like, start with something small yeah. because it applies to that bigger yep. thing that you're going to work on next. Well, cause so, you, it's almost like foundational, Yeah, you, 100%. you know, you, you grow in discipline in one area. And so like anything, it, it's going to be easier, not completely easy, but to grow. And then maybe that greater area yeah. of discipline. Cause yeah. I think we're always evolving into a greater area of discipline in whatever way whether yeah. it's spiritually emotionally or like 100%. physically um so yeah i think i think we underestimate discipline i know i underestimate discipline and um the effect it, the positive effect it can have yeah. on our lives yeah. all that to say discipline is needed yep. for healthy relationships yeah. being disciplined is needed for healthy yeah. relationships but don't forget that there is grace 100 percent. grace yeah. grace grace yeah. Okay, number three. Number three is a great one. Uh, always be a learner. Always be teachable. Mm-hmm. So always be a learner and always be teachable. Those yep. things kind of go hand in hand because I think well, in anything in life, like we just need to consistently be learning. Like yep. if we're not learning, we're not growing. Yep. And I think um, something when it comes to relationships is if we're not teachable, like like I, I think of um, uh, like when you, you you know a young kid and and they're getting to that age where like they think they know a lot more or mm-hmm. you know I mean they're just kind of like they want to they want to look older than they are yeah right and so you know when someone says something they're like oh I know I know I know I know I know I know and it's almost like this like the, this thing within you that just like well like I already know that you don't you, you don't need to tell yeah me. you don't need to tell me there's nothing that you can teach me that I don't yeah. already know yeah. And I think the thing about relationships, whether you've been dating uh, for two months or you've been married for 20 years, mm-hmm. 
there is always things that you are going to need to learn. And so I think remaining teachable is one of the greatest aspects to a healthy relationship because relationships are just constantly evolving. evolving. They're constantly different. Each season has its own struggles. Each Mm -hmm. season has a different thing. And so for those of you that aren't in a relationship, like grow in that now like and, and again like discipline how di- how being disciplined applies to other areas i think yeah. the same way being learn being a learner being teachable you know like read read a book <laughs> read a book to, to yeah. grow in your learning uh you know i think being teachable uh one of the ways you, the, one of the greatest ways you can be teachable is by asking good questions right if you're not asking questions of leaders in your life hey hey number one that was back to number one <laughs> If you're not asking good questions of leaders in your life, yeah. uh, there probably might be something in you. And it doesn't necessarily exactly mean that. It doesn't have to mean this, but it, it, it might mean that maybe you are not as teachable as you should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you want to grow in being teachable, and being teachable is, is great for being in a healthy relationship, yeah. ask questions of people in your life. Yeah, Ask good questions of people in your life. Never stop learning yeah any other thoughts on that i think when it comes to being teachable uh, when we ask well we can ask lots of questions there's so many questions i think we can always have to ask somebody uh but specifically the teachable growing in that area i think it's important to ask the hard questions that maybe you're going to get an answer that you don't really want to hear so i think about like uh me asking who my life well how am i how do you think i'm doing at being a wife from what you can see yeah how do you think i'm doing at being a friend yeah or it's good those kind of questions that um we don't always naturally think of because i think we can think of things we want an immediate answer to of yeah. like well this and this and this is what you do black and white um, yeah and 100%. so i think growing in your ability to be teachable is asking questions that are maybe hard to ask um but like discipline <laughs> as you do over time, you will grow in being more teachable because um, you desire to grow. Yeah, it's so. good. Okay, number four. This is a really good one. And uh, yeah, that's it. It's just a really good one. <laughs> uh, number four is uh, be a servant. Be a servant. Grow as a servant. And when we, well, when we say that, it could be like, you, what do you mean like a servant, servant. <laughs> like that seems like super old and like biblical um but but it's really this um no one wants to be with someone who's all about them yeah right no one wants to be with somebody that just like only does things to serve themselves yeah like that's one of the greatest things about relationships is because you 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 learn to be loved by someone who's who who's constantly looking for ways to serve you yeah. and give to you right uh, and so being a servant is, I- I'm going to serve you. I, I want to do things for you. I'm going to go out of my way. I'm going to sacrifice what I want at mm-hmm. times. I'm going to inconvenience myself so that I can serve you. Yeah. And, and, and this is just, I mean, this takes humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big part of being a servant is humility. Uh, but a healthy relationship takes you uh, what Philippians 2 says is looking to the interest of others. And we yeah. mentioned that a little bit ago in a, a live or something. But but looking to the interest of others is so important. But we can't do that if we're so self-absorbed right. or focused on ourselves. We have to look to the interest of others. And and doing that takes humility. And, and really what you're doing when you're when you're doing that is, is you're being a servant. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
and, and something something I would encourage you with is like for me, I want someone who loves me enough. That's really what it is. I want someone who loves me enough to serve me and put my interests above theirs. Mm-hmm. That like especially for you. <laughs> I'm going to poke at your Enneagram number for a second <laughs> because you're you're a 2 mm-hmm. and you like naturally do this. Like you just naturally like like you can't help but serve people. And and yet I think uh one of the greatest ways that I can love you is by doing things for you. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's correct? One hundred percent. I feel very loved when you do things, especially things I don't like to do. Yeah. And so how yeah. how would you how would you uh how would you encourage somebody to grow in this area of being a servant and you know, they want to ready themselves for relationship and, and one of the ways one of the keys to having a healthy relationship yeah. is being humble enough to serve the other person and put their interests above yours. Yeah. Uh I think it really starts with like really evaluating where our heart's at because I think we can a lot of times um, serve or do things for people out of the wrong motive. Yeah. Um, and not that that moment is going to be wasted, um, but it's going to be so much different if we're doing out of a motivation of, I genuinely love this person and I want um, to do whatever this is because I love them. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't have to be a love that's romantic. It can be a friend. It can be just yeah. say, I love this person and I want, I want to serve them. Um, but I know for me, there's even times where it's like, you can fight the like obligation to serve versus like just out of an overflow of, um, just who you are and wanting to serve people. And so I think one thing is just like really checking your heart with where you're at with, like you said, how, like how selfish am I being? And when you're wanting to grow in actually serving, like, I mean, just start doing things like, yeah. and, um, checking your heart along the way. Cause yeah. I think it can be a dangerous place we get in if we do things and then we almost get frustrated cause we don't get recognized or people don't appreciate it yeah. or, and that's not why we serve. Yeah. That's not why we do things for people. It's not why whatever, th- everything we just talked about, that's not the reason it's, um, not to get something in return, but to just, yeah. to just give, um, so yeah, I think checking your heart one, just even where you're at right now, like how do I do at that? And then as you start putting that into practice, yeah. like where am I at? Like, am I noticing I'm getting frustrated when I do something and no one notices or, yeah, or I'm good. doing things to try to get people to notice that really I did good. something for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause if you work on that now with friendships, for those of you who are not in a dating yeah. relationship, um, if you work on that now with friendships, that will translate yeah. to when you start a dating relationship yeah. or once you get married like it just will yeah and that's why it's so important to ready yourself for relationships now mm-hmm. before you're in a relationship yep. get ready before you need to be ready so that when it's time you're ready right yeah. like like it's about getting ready before yeah the time so uh it's really good and and for me i think one way that i'm reminded to check my heart i'm like hey am i am i being selfish right now like am i yeah. am i just like being so self-absorbed is is just a, and this is gonna sound like I don't want to over spiritualize it, but it really does remind me when I think about again Philippians chapter two. It talks about like Jesus, you know, was fully God, but he decided like that wasn't gonna be something that he was gonna claim or right. hold over people when he came to Earth. No, right. he was gonna come to Earth and 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 be emptied, right? Yeah. And and he did that to serve, like and, and that's and where it says to yeah. to put others' interests above 
your own because that's what Jesus did. He literally came and emptied himself and died for us. And I just, I can't, I can't read that and not think like, man, how can I be like that more? Yeah. How can I do that more? How can I serve people more? And so constantly you're reminding yourself of that. Like Jesus did that for us Mm -hmm. is a huge, is a huge thing. Okay. Number five, Last the one. last one of our top five keys to readying yourself for relationship is a little bit of an abstract one, but it's really important. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you work on for the rest of your life. Forever. But in this specific season of whether you're uh, wanting to be in a dating relationship and not yet, or you are in a dating relationship, is to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And another way we would say that is continue to discover who you are. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, in a lot of ways, we don't know who we are. Right. Especially for us at a young age. You know, have you, no idea. you have no idea who you actually are. And, and you're learning and you're discovering things about who God says you are. But the reality is, like, our identity is, is still unfolding. It's still being shaped and formed and molded. Yeah. And, and yet the one of the one of the biggest things that will wreak havoc on a dating relationship a married relationship is insecurity mm-hmm. like insecurity will just it, it insecurity is oftentimes when we believe something that is not true about ourselves mm-hmm. or or believe something about god that isn't true right that's where a lot of our insecurities are shaped and because of those insecurities we will we will relate in relationship differently yeah based out of that insecurity yeah Right. If I, you know, if I am struggling that like I am good enough, right, in our dating relationship, I will look for areas for you to affirm me so that right. I feel like I'm good enough. Totally. And so uh, this this one is a little bit more of just this is a really big ask of yeah. like know who you are. Like how am I supposed to do that? Yeah, <laughs> this is too much. Um, but it's something that like you just need to be reminded of like every single day. Like God just continue to show me who I am. Yeah. And uh, I think that th- this one can't be uh, emphasized enough. Right. Like I, I just can't express how important this is. And and what's great about relationships is that they actually help you know who you are. Mm-hmm. And and they help uh, uh, reveal maybe some insecurities that you didn't know about. Yeah. That you can <laughs> begin to work on. Yeah. But but really, this is like this is one of the biggest things. Like to have a healthy relationship, you constantly have to uh, be working on learning how to be more confident in yeah. who you are. Yeah. Because when we're not confident in who we are, we we run to comparison, we yeah. run to jealousy, we run to coping mechanisms. Or we just look for it in everything else. Yeah. yeah, and to where to where that's just like there's just no possible way to have a healthy relationship if 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 we consistently are running to the things that that make us feel confident right when we're not confident in yeah. who we are who god says we are so yeah. knowing who you are anything to add on that or how you work on that or or lessons you've learned on discovering more about who you are yeah i think uh i think even just in our current culture there's very much this like discover who you are I don't even know how I'd word it. Like, uh, it's just all over social media, but that's totally not biblical. And it's like, um, figuring out who you are in different areas, whether it's like Enneagram and these things aren't bad, but they're, they don't tell us who we are and where we're talking about this and, and we're saying like, know who you are. We mean go to God's word and discover what it is. He says about you. Um, what it is he says about us as people and our identity and, all of those things and 
I think the greatest place to start is just by opening your Bible. Um, yeah. Cause there's good. always going to be something in front of our face and in our ear. It's good. Um, if we don't know um, the unwavering truth of this isn't changing because everything else does. Yeah. Um, then we're going to constantly be searching. Like we yeah, said, 100%. Um, and I think even just practically something that I've learned and have done in my time of like opening my Bible and reading my Bible is just when I see something that's like a, um, a verse or whatever it is that's like speaking to who we are as God's people, yeah. like, like noting that and yeah. highlighting it and, and writing something in, in my Bible or journal of this is, this is an attribute or something that God says about who I am. And yeah. because of that, you know, it changes yeah. so much. And so, yeah. yeah. And it's just so much easier to take the compliment of someone that we saw at school or saw at youth, you know, versus taking Paul out of Ephesians when he says that like we're God's workmanship. Yep. Right. It's so much, it's so much easier to take the person that we saw yesterday, their word for it. And that's a temporary affirmation that'll last us maybe a day or two or a week. And then it goes away versus coming back to the same truth that never fades, never leaves that God's created us as a workmanship. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we're, we're his purpose. Yeah. We're his masterpiece, his work of art. Um, so it, it can't be understated. It's just like the continual discovery of who you are. Yeah. It starts with, uh, I think another one, like other than, you know, reading the word is, is praying and talking to yeah. God. I think that's just like, as you actually begin to talk to God, you begin to unravel things. Yeah. Uh, even as you, as you process, like I always say, like sometimes we're waiting for God to speak to us when really he, he wants us to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And as we talk to him, we'll actually unfold what he wants to speak yeah. to us. And I think as we do that, we'll, 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 we'll hear things. We'll, we'll, we'll reveal things that actually like, man, like this is who I am. This is who God's calling That's me good. to be. And so knowing who you are is, is so big and is a key to the, a healthy relationship. Yeah. It's really good. And, and, you, and you never stop. You never, nope. you never arrive at fully knowing who you are yep. until you see Jesus in heaven face to face. So. Well, that's it. That's it. That is our top five keys to readying yourself for relationship. Being ready for a relationship is huge, and it can't be emphasized enough how important it is that whether you are wanting to date or you're dating currently, that you are continually readying yourself for relationship or growing yourself for the relationship that you're in. Yep. It's so big. It's so key. And the goal of all of these things is not to bring you shame, like ah, I'm, I'm not hitting the mark on right. any of these. I'm not good enough. But the goal of these things is that you would constantly be pursuing leaders in your life, that you would constantly be growing and being a disciplined follower of Jesus, that you would you would look for areas to ask people questions so that you can learn and be teachable, not not just saying, I know everything, I, I don't need to ask, but, yeah. but reaching out and, and seeking out growth opportunities to learn and be teachable as a follower of Jesus, that you would grow in your desire to serve. Yep. Not an obligation to serve, yep. but your desire, desire to serve. I want to serve so that when you get in a relationship, you you have a desire, you have a you have a foundation built that you like serving and you like giving to this person that you're in a relationship with. And finally, that you would continually discover who you are in Jesus and and, and, and look for areas where you're insecure so that you can replace the lie with the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. That is it. That is our top five keys for readying yourself for relationship. We love you, and we'll see you next time.